facing life's greatest challenges. Amen? Is that right? Amen. You may not need it now, but it's going to come up. Amen. One point in your life. Amen. Challenges or issues that we face. Amen. Facing life's greatest issues. Amen. It will come up at some point in your life. So I just want to encourage you. Amen. To keep, stay focused. Amen. All right. So let's look at this uh, verse today. He says here in verse 40, 42, it says, and he went away again a second time hmm. and prayed, saying, my father, if this cannot pass away unless I drink it, your will be done. I want to talk about facing life's toughest issues, part seven. Amen, part seven. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much. You're so awesome and so wonderful, and we thank you. We ask that you'd forgive us of our sins this morning. Clear our minds and hearts, Father God, and let us, Lord, hear a word from heaven, Lord Father God. Today we're asking, Father God, for a manifestation of your power. Let your presence fill this house today. Speak, God. We're listening from your word. And, Lord, we're asking now in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you would bless us, that you would speak to us, Father God. And in the name of Jesus, Father God, we're praying and believing by faith that something will be said here today that will bring glory to your holy and righteous name. Lord, you be glorified this morning through your word. In Jesus' name, remind us, Lord, it's the Holy Spirit that's doing the preaching today. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Amen. Jesus is at the point in this uh, pericope of scripture, he is, uh, he has already spoken to his disciples. He has uh, given us a good example. Thank you, ushers. And oftentimes, <clears throat> when we are facing life's issues, it's hard when you fail, it's hard to try again. Jesus had asked his disciples to pray with him. And when you're facing life's toughest issues, it's amazing how you can find few people who can really pray for you. Isn't that something? It's amazing because sometimes we don't want to share the things that we're facing. We don't want to share the fact that maybe Amen. I can't handle this by myself. And I don't know about you, but I've been in those positions where I felt like I can do it by myself. I've, I felt like I don't need nobody in my business. I don't need nobody, amen, uh, you know, hearing what I got to say because, amen, I don't know what they're going to do with the information I give them. 
And Jesus here has told his disciples, he said to them, he said, I want you to stay here and I want you to pray. I want you to watch and I want you to pray. But what happened was, one commentator said that they were overpowered by satanic powers. That Satan's power came over them. That the flesh, amen, got the better of them. And that's what Jesus was saying. He says, the spirit is willing, amen, but the flesh is weak. There's a lot of things that you and I, we want to do. Am I right about it? But sometimes we're overpowered by that satanic influence. If Satan can get you and I to give up, to throw in the towel, to, amen, to somehow get into the flesh. He knows that when you're in the flesh, everything looks impossible. And so Jesus tells them to keep watch. All I want you to do is watch and pray for one hour. And I don't think that it's a hard request, but isn't it amazing that sometimes even in our issues, we don't spend enough time praying to God. We don't spend enough time pouring out to God. We don't spend time in his presence knowing that if we spend time in his presence may I say this to you God is not a God that created the universe and then stepped back and left it at its own recourse God is a very personal God God created the universe and the Bible says and you can find it he says he's sovereign over the universe in other words, he has reign, he has control over everything, and even at the moments in your life where you find yourself facing the greatest challenges or the greatest issues, you and I have to realize that God is even in control of that. And so the question is, and we've been looking at the formula in handling it. Last week I told you, Last week I told you that you have to stay spiritually consistent. I wish I had somebody. Oftentimes we're not consistency. We, we start something. The question is, how many unfinished spiritual things do you have in your life? How many unfinished spiritual walls do you have in your life? Do I have anybody? I told you that you have to stay spiritually consistent. The next thing I told you you have to do is safeguard yourself. Listen, know when you are falling victim to the flesh. No, listen, you can tell when the flesh is getting ready to come in. You can, you can almost feel it. You can almost, listen, it doesn't even feel right. I wish I had you, boy. It just doesn't feel right. So he says you got to safeguard yourself. And then the next thing I told you, number three, I told you last week, you must stay in the spirit. Now, staying in the spirit simply means that you must be filled with the spirit. You must be led by the spirit. You must walk in the spirit. Amen. You must be guided by the spirit. The spirit of God will guide you, the Bible says, into all truth. That's what the spirit of God does. Well, if, you, if you run into something that compromises your spirituality, that compromises your morality, then that is not of God. 
Amen. And Satan somehow, when we're facing issues, he offers us shortcuts. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And in offering us shortcuts, we get out of the spirit. And when you're out of the spirit, amen, what's wrong looks right. Oh, I wish I had somebody. And oftentimes that's what happens to us. But then I told you, lastly, last week I told you, you must stop relying on the flesh. The Bible says the flesh profits us nothing. I'm going to say it one more time. The flesh profits us what? Nothing. And being in the flesh simply means that you and I are carnal minded. Are you with me? Jesus addresses his disciples. And then in verse 42, the Bible says, he went away again a second time. Now, remember what Jesus is getting ready to do here. He's getting ready to die. He's getting ready to go on the cross. This is hours before Judas had already betrayed him. Are you with me? For 30 pieces of silver, amen. Listen, listen, he, he, he was getting ready to die, but yet he went back a second time. My first point I want to give you today, if you're going to face life's toughest issues, you ready for this? Don't get discouraged. <laughs> Don't get discouraged. Listen, he could have been, you see the text? You see it in the text? He could have been discouraged. He could have said, you, you, you brothers are supposed to be praying for me. I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do it, but I know what's necessary. I know. Listen, here's the problem with us, saints. We avoid issues. We don't deal with issues, so we get discouraged, and we don't try a second time. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that Jesus, come on somebody, Jesus showed us, amen, that it's okay to go back to the Father a second time. It's okay if you've fallen, it's time for you to get back up. It's time for you to stop being discouraged. Let me say this, discouragement is not going to change the situation. Being down is not going to change it. Amen. Because you're not in the frame of mind to tackle the issue. I wish I had somebody. He says he went back a second time. Watch the text. Text says, text says, and prayed, saying, what? My father. What did he do? He went praying a second time, saying what? My father. The next thing I want to tell you, you ought to do. Ready for this? Don't give up on prayer. John, don't give up on prayer. We give up. 
But when it's working for us, we there all the time. But from the time we don't see stuff going our way, what do we do? We give up on prayer. Notice what he did. He, went, he didn't go back a second time complaining. He didn't go back a second time whining. He went back a second time doing what? Praying. And look at how he addressed it. He says, my father. See, the reason you don't give up on prayer, because your father never gives up on you. I wish I had somebody. You know that song, don't give up on God. He won't give up on you. <laughs> He's able. Amen. And, and he is able. But oftentimes when we're facing issues, what seems to happen, saints, is prayer does not become a priority. Prayer becomes the last resort after we're in the flesh. I wish I had somebody. And we get discouraged. And we fall apart. Am I right about it? Am I right about it? Amen. And listen, and sometimes you're saying to yourself, I don't even know if God is hearing me. Yeah. That could be very discouraging when you're praying and nothing is happening. When you're praying and no walls are being broken down. When you're praying and it seems like things are not getting better, but they're getting worse. When, when it seems like you're praying and God is nowhere to be found. When you're praying and you just can't get your breakthrough, don't you get discouraged. Hold on. God is going to make a way for you. Are you with me? That's what he says. He says he went away. He went away praying and he said, Father. Look what he says. He says, my father. Now watch this. If this cannot pass away. Unless I drink it. My, my, my. He says, if, listen, there's some issues. Let me just pause right here. If this, it is what it is. I'm going to say it one more time. It is what it is. If this cannot pass from me. Unless, <laughs> unless I do it. He says, there's some issues that you're going to face in your life that guess what? Mama can't do it for you. Your husband can't do it for you. Your wife can't do it for you. Listen, your mama, your daddy, your cousin, nobody can do it for you but you and I must rely on God. So my next point is this. You ready for this? Hmm. Don't be afraid to face the issue. I'm going to say it one more time. Don't be afraid to face the issue. Listen, acceptance of the issue is one thing. But facing the issue is something else. 
And understanding that you, so, you and I, sometimes God wants us to deal with the issue, y'all. You know, in marriage counseling, I teach this, that don't let one issue pile on another issue and pile on another issue and pile on another issue because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is it's all going to go crumbling down. So when there's an issue, deal with it. But listen, here's another thing. Don't be afraid of the issue. Don't be afraid to tackle the issue. Don't be afraid to talk about the issue. Come on, somebody. Don't be afraid to pray to God. God, give me the wisdom to deal with it. He says, if this cannot, absolutely cannot, pass away unless I drink it. Unless I drink it. See, here's the thing. That, listen, whatever issue that you're facing, you got to deal with it. God is tailor-made for you. And, and watch this. And when you face the issue, and when, you, when you're not afraid to face the issue, here's what happens. God then steps in, and he sovereignly gives you the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding. He knows how to navigate you through, amen, the issue to bring you over to the other side. But lastly, <laughs> He says, if I can't do the, if, if I have to do this, he says, your will, your will, your desire. That's what that word means. Telamon, the Hebrew in the Greek. The word, the word means this. The word means it indicates to do whatever the person desires. It creates joy in the person doing it. Now let me, let me fix it up for you. Watch this. I have to face the issue. But may I say this to you? If you do not face the issue, then guess what? You're not in the will of God. <laughs> because it was the will of God to put you there. Come on, somebody. And it will be the will of God to get you out of there. So your acceptance of the issue is you saying, God, not my will, but your will. So my last point is, do the will of God. Do the will of God. Say it one more time. Do the, the will of God. It is the will. You say, but why would God, why would God will Jesus to go to the crowd, cross? It was what? necessary and when you're facing your issue amen you got to realize that it's some of us were good at avoiding issues 
We avoid issues because we don't, we don't want, I want to be at peace with everybody. We live in a fallen world. But not only that, but if you never have friction, watch this, you'll never change. You'll never transform. You'll never know what's really inside of you. So friction causes you, or issues as we're calling it, will cause you to understand how to do, watch this, the will of God. Lord, how do you want me to go through this? You want me to drink this cup. Jesus understood. And here's the one thing I want to share with you and I'm done. You and I have to get good at doing the will of God. Lord, I'm in this. You know why people like divorce? Because they don't want to stay in the will of God. Because marriage causes you to see how selfish you are. How messed up you are. How you thought you were all that, but then somebody else really find out who you are and he tells you or she tells you all about yourself. Listen, you can argue with yourself all the time. Argue with yourself and say, I'm good. I'm good. I'm a peaceful person. But it's until you get married, you get to find out who you are. Amen. And people want to get out of marriage, get out of a covenant that they make with God because they don't want to do the will of God. Amen. And may I encourage you today that when you're facing issues in your marriage, when you're facing issues at the job, when you're facing issues in your relationship, whatever it may be, do the will of God. Now, what is God's will? i tell you what God's will was for Jesus. That he go to the cross. Let me give you something. I, I want to say this to you. We're, we're taping this, right? Watch this. Every time you go through an issue, it doesn't mean that God going to bring you out squeaky clean. Or without any pain or without any suffering. You see, it's through the suffering is where you get to understand who he really is. Jesus had to go to the cross. He had to feel the pain. He had to be humiliated. He had to be spit on. He had to be lied on. He had to be, he had to be beaten. He says, is that your will? Is that your will? Now, the Christianity that's being preached today is that there's no suffering in this life. But not so with true Christianity. And that's why God has been having me to preach for these last seven weeks on how to deal with issues because issues will come up as long as you live. But there are some issues they are for your testing. 
and what and listen and 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 not all the issues that you face will be easy ones. You have to cut off some people. You have to let go of some things. You have to nail some things to the cross. Amen. Some of the things will have to be crucified in order for it <coughs> to bring about change in your life. The Bible says I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live but Christ who lives in me. He says, nevertheless, Lord, your will, your will. Father, your will. Lord, I, I'm facing some stuff. Lord, I got some issues in my marriage. Lord, your will. Your will <coughs> <clears throat> your will because I understand that if I don't go through this watch this I will never change may I say this to you as I close do you remember when you were suffering do you remember when you were struggling some of us it was last week But you're on the other side of it. You want to know why you're on the other side of it? Because you decided to get, to get in the will of God and not get out of the will of God. And when you stayed in the will of God and you finally surrendered yourself totally to the cross, he brought you through. But check this out. Life is better now on the other side. But it doesn't mean that you're not going to have another issue again. So what I want to say to you is learn the lessons and keep them close to your heart. Because in order for you to face life's issues, the only way you're going to get through it is if you stay in the will of God. And not only that, but you're willing to do the will of God. And that's what Jesus did. He did the will of God. And you and I must do God's will. Amen? Give God a hand clap of praise. I could have stayed there a few more minutes. <laughs>